this is DJ CJ, and you're listening to KTSW 89.9. I'm in Studio C with Summer Rentals. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going, it's going great. Pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Having a great time. Okay. Do y'all want to, like, introduce yourselves with your instrument? Like, we... Like, t- like, say our instrument? Yes, or, yeah, like, your instrument and your name, maybe. Does that sound okay? That sounds lovely. Um, my name's Garrett. I sing and I play a little guitar. My name is Sean Ryan. I also sing and play guitar um, and keys. My name is Ben, and I play bass. My name is Sean McDermott, and I am a drum. Alrighty, cool. Sounds good. I'm excited. I hope y'all are. I'm glad y'all are here. So let's kick things off with a song. So this first one is called Just Like You. The time I miss you most comes all too often. I want it to hurt, I want you to change. God knows I never will. My hands not good enough. Keep on leaving my arms. I'd like to say you don't deserve any pain, but I hope every time he kisses you, it's not the same. No. Baby, I'm just getting soft Baby, you're just too hard I'm stupid and you know it Bury my heart in your backyard You're treating me too well can't tell me no Of all the things you do Just please come with me when I go That was awesome. Okay, so Garrett, I heard you were a DJ here at KTSW. How does it feel to be back in the studio? It's lovely. Um, yeah, I only really did it for a semester. And, you know, I felt really bad because it's just not too bad of a time commitment, just doing one slot every week. But with all the music stuff I've got going on with this band and with, like, being a music major, I still felt like I was not being able to do a good enough job in the tiny slot that I was supposed to be working here. And so... Uh, as much as I enjoyed it, I just thought it'd be better if I didn't do it this semester. But I'm really glad we're back. You know, I love KTSW and I'm glad you guys can let us play here. It's a lot yeah. of love in the radio station. Here. <laughs> That's sick. We're so glad to have you back. So are, so you're a music major. Are all of y'all Texas State students? 
Yes. Yes. Okay. Are y'all also music majors no. or? Not all of us. Okay. Advertising. Cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ben the bassist is an advertisement major. Oh, no way. Me too. Hey. <laughs> cool ad gang. <laughs> okay. Um, so what is y'all's upbringing in music? What artists did y'all like first get into? Uh, who, who wants to go first? That is a great question. Well, starting off, I was raised with the harder music, listening to like Rob Zombie and yeah. Skinny Puppy and pretty... <laughs> Pretty dark stuff. So true. Not exactly in line with what we're playing. Today. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> what about you, McDermott? My dad was a bit of a local musician. He did kids music in Austin. Um, and so I grew up playing music, listening to music, most of the classics. He started me out with the Beatles and we went from there. Very nice. Very nice. I feel like everyone has like a specific like story and like how they got into music. And, you know, it's just cool to get to hear like what y'all what y'all story is. So, OK, Garrett, I know you have some single stuff out, right? Solo mm -hmm. projects. So yeah. I uh, was oh um, looking uh -oh. at your band camp. Right. And I saw <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your album. Uh, I always think about you. You mm -hmm. said you recorded it in your dorm room. Yeah. What <laughs> yes, dorm did you live in and how was that recorded? it there um i lived in blanco Hall. oh my gosh me too that's <laughs> yeah. like, why are we also alike yeah, that's, that's funny <laughs> um yeah so i basically i've always just been the kind of guy i have a lot of like my family is huge and so people just have so much random stuff lying around all my relatives and so um i guess over the years and through high school doing gigs and stuff i always just kind of anytime i could get random mics or anything like that any weird instruments i would always get them and so I have this one uh, soundboard that I usually used when I did like solo shows and I can use it like just go straight in my laptop and record. And so basically I just took all these random mics I have, you know, I had my guitar and I just kind of put it all on my laptop and hoped for the best. And so no noise complaints or anything. It was all fine. <laughs> um, I, so my roommate, I didn't know him like we were random, like we, we didn't know each other when we moved in. And so. <laughs> I was really worried that he might not be into the whole me playing guitar for like six hours a day or singing all day, but he was really cool. Shout out to Ivan. I literally haven't seen him since <laughs> freshman year. I hope he's doing good if he's out there, but that's really funny. So how do y'all record music now? What's your setup like? Cause y'all have like a lot of equipment, like, yeah. So it's kind of basically summer rental started out because I had like, I'm a junior now and I'd wanted to start a band in San Marcos for a while. Because I'd always played throughout high school, but, you know, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, so those guys didn't exactly make it out here with me. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just having a lot of trouble freshman and sophomore year finding anyone to join a band with me. And so when I went home for the summer or winter break, I can't remember which one it was, but one day I just decided I was just going to do it myself if I couldn't find anybody. I have a real old drum kit that my grandpa had given me. I borrowed a buddy's bass, um, and I just wrote a few songs in my basement. I played everything. I recorded everything. So the first EP that Summer Rental has, it's called Stay Gold. Uh, that is just straight up demos out of my basement. It's got, you know, they've uh, got a little uh, character, I would say. It's not perfect, but they're very near and dear to my heart. And so then after that, I put out one more EP. Again, I just recorded it all on my own and I just kept doing it. And then one day I just, I was sick of playing on my own and it kind of just all worked out. We we all found each other. And so hopefully uh, our next release is going to be a little uh, higher quality than that. <laughs> We're trying to get, we've got buddies who, you know, have studio connections and that kind of stuff. We just, we're trying to figure out how we can get to record without spending too much of our money. 
Definitely. So new things coming out. It won't just be you. Yes, time. absolutely. Okay, cool. I don't cool, want to be selfish cool. anymore. <laughs> okay, so Stay Gold was written and recorded in the summer and midnight in the winter, correct? Yes, it was. Okay, so how do you think the seasons affected the mood or the sound of the albums? Wow, that's a great question. <laughs> um, I actually really do think it affected it. I never really thought about that. But I think in the summer for Stay Gold, it was kind of, I guess the weather was beautiful and I I don't know I guess I didn't really know when I was locking myself in my basement but some of those songs they just kind of happened because I wasn't really sure what kind of sounds I could make I'd never really written stuff for a band before just like solo stuff and I guess those came out pretty summery uh, when I wrote Midnight it was like I don't know I just broken up with a girl that I dated for a long time and so it was just kind of like those songs are kind of sad I guess but I don't know I hope people don't get sad if they listen to them I hope they still like them yeah <laughs> Definitely. So with the with Midnight and Winter, would you say it has more of a winter vibe or? I could see that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not quite as uh, summery and, you know, sunshine as more the first moody. one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, so I saw that uh, with Stay Gold, you tried to create like a different sound. What did you do differently exactly? Um, It was just it was all different because up until then, like you said, with my solo stuff, um, I had recorded stuff either in my dorm or in my bedroom. It was all like acoustic guitar, maybe a little piano, um, kind of like unplugged or acoustic instruments. So when I started doing stuff for Summer Rental, that was the first time that I, you know, actually started trying to figure out how to play a drum kit myself. Not very well, I might add. But uh, yeah, I guess it was that was the first like electric type thing that I started writing. For sure. Do you like to be like in a um, particular like mood when you write music? I mean, it seems like the setting is changing a lot. Does that affect things at all? Definitely. I think the setting can always affect how the music is going to come out. But for me personally, the biggest thing for me writing is just to try to always stay productive and always keep myself doing it. Because I've found over the years, you know, as much as I love it when you have that one day when you want to write a song and the heavens open up and there's a beam of golden light and the song just comes out and it's perfect, <laughs> exactly what you want, that hardly ever happens. And so I've had to learn over the years that if I want to write something, I just have to sit down and bang my head against the wall until something comes out. Some days it's good, some days it's not. But. Definitely. Practice makes perfect, right? Mm -hmm. The more you do it, the better it's going to get, hopefully. Exactly. <laughs> so when you're listening, this applies to anyone. So when you're listening to your own music, how do you feel? Full of myself. Never satisfied. <laughs> Never completely satisfied. Ooh, I, yeah, I definitely like that. Always right. thinking of things I could have done better. Oh, well, that's kind of sad. Well, <laughs> I mean... You got to always try to improve or you're just going to be stuck. Oh, that's true. That's true. Definitely. Okay, Garrett. So as you mentioned, you're from Atlanta. Um, how does the music scene there compare to Texas? Um, I guess so throughout high school, like I said, I was in a band and I would always I lived maybe like 30 minutes north of Atlanta. So uh, the music scene is really more downtown. So on weekends and stuff, me and friends would go see bands right in the heart of Atlanta. And there's so much talent down there. And I just there's so many bands that I just became obsessed with and all I wanted was to play at these tiny little broken down venues with them. But there was something, the Atlanta scene was never just very welcoming to me, I guess. Um, there's kind of two sides to me. I, there are two at, to me. Like I would always play acoustic gigs at like restaurants or bars and stuff where it's more of like a job, you know, I got to do like covers that old people are going to like so that they'll tip me. But what I always wanted was playing at the venues and playing music that I wrote. But those venues never really seemed to want to hear my music. As much as I hate to say it, I love Atlanta, but the 
the community here i feel like is a lot more open and is a lot more like hop on the show come play with us we want to hear what you got definitely so do y'all have so y'all have played live shows here do y'all have like a favorite venue Valentino's rest in peace. Oh, oh rest in <laughs> so peace. Sad. Um, yeah, I would say Valentino's too. It's so tiny. We just, uh, it's we really always just play these tiny spaces where we can hardly even move. But I think that kind of helps the connection between you guys. You know, you can go off of what everybody else is feeling because you're that close. Definitely. So, um, would you say that like Atlanta and Texas, like being in those settings, like affect your sound at all? Like, um, have they influenced your sound in any way? Sometimes, because there's definitely times when I go to shows and it seems like bands have a sound that is very popular right now, you know? Everybody wants to sound like this because it's working for everybody. And I think I had, at least on maybe like the first Summer Rental EP, Stay Gold, it's like everybody kind of had this surfy sound. And it's a great sound, but I think I kind of fell into the trap of just doing it because it's what everything sounds like. And so... Seeing the kind of music that everybody else is making around here and around Atlanta, it makes me always think, this is really great what they're doing, but how can I do something different that still achieves a goal that I want? Definitely. That's a really good way to look at it. Um, so going back to your albums, is there a story behind the photos on them? Is it just kind of random? or? Oh, yeah. Um, so the first one, Stay Gold, I, I'm always someone who just likes just weird pictures, I guess. My... <laughs> That summer, I guess I just spent a lot of time around my house just, I don't know, seeing what I could, what trouble I could get into. And I found a box of old pictures in my basement or maybe, I don't know, in a closet or something. And they were from, I think, either like the late 80s or early 90s. And it was like my family had gone on a trip before I was born. It was at least my mom and my dad had gone to, I think, Hawaii with some friends. And so I just found this picture and it was just my dad and two of his friends standing by a Jeep. And I have no idea like what it was, but I just thought, I really like this picture. And so I just slapped it on there for the album cover. And then the second one, I guess I'm just not someone who has my picture taken a lot. Not really by choice. I just, I don't know. Just <laughs> I'm never thinking about that kind of thing. So whenever I do end up writing songs and I think, oh, I got to get these out immediately because I'm just, I'm so, <laughs> so excited about it. Usually I just have to think, what pictures do I have on hand that I can just throw out there already? Mm -hmm. And so for Midnight, there was this picture, me, Sean, our drummer, and uh, my roommate, George, the three of us lived together for a year. And there's this little, oh my gosh, if my parents are listening, they're going to be so mad at me for sitting on the roof because there's this little spot in our apartment complex where you can go sit on the roof. And so a lot of nights we would just go sit and just talk about life and just kind of hang out on the roof. And so... Our friend Darby one night uh, came over and she was sitting out there with us and she had a camera and she just took this picture and I thought, that's kind of cool. And then I l found out later, someone else pointed this out to me. I didn't even mean to do it, but the first EP is a picture of my dad with two of his friends and then the second one is a picture of me with two of my friends. Oh, that's so <laughs> yeah. cute. Kind of poetic in a way, right? <laughs> so on accident, yeah. <laughs> so what would you all say is the best activity to do when listening to summer rentals? <sighs> hmm. Uh, oh man, that's a great question. <laughs> I know for me, I mean, I've never done this, but judging by our music and because we all skated at one point, I think longboarding and probably surfing as well. I Seems like great. playing the drums while listening to summer rentals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, dancing. I, I, you know, if we're playing a show and everybody's either like sitting at a table or just standing still, that kind of bums me out because 
I mean, I like to think that some of our music can get you moving. So I hope okay. people, you know, if people are dancing to it, then I think that they're enjoying it. So I always like seeing people dance. Definitely. I think it's super lame when like I go to shows and people are like sitting or just like standing. Definitely. Oh, some actually, I will also say just driving. Like if they're not at a show, but they're listening to music. That's one of my one thing that I just always do if I have writer's block or it's just a bad day or a good day or anything. I just like driving just aimlessly around town. And so. I would actually say for the first EP, I hope people listening listen to it driving around during the day. And for the second EP, I hope they listen to it driving around at night. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay, so do y'all have any upcoming projects you want to talk about or any of the songs that y'all are playing? Are they new or? Yeah, so the first one we just played, that of course is off of our EP Midnight. But these next two are both uh, unreleased. Like I said, we're trying to talk to our buddies about recording like We've got so much material that is not out there right now, and I'm just dying to get it out there. So I'm really hoping as soon as we, you know, find the right spot, we can really get some new music coming out soon. Uh, I don't know. Thoughts? Okay. <laughs> you guys, anything? I feel like I'm talking a lot. I agree. Um, and we have a show. What's our next show? I think it is March 2nd at Dozen Street, which is on 12th Street in Austin. Uh, we're playing at 9 o'clock, I believe. We're playing with a band from... Tennessee that we just found out about literally like 20 minutes before I came in here uh, I don't remember the name so sorry to that band if they're listening oh that's super exciting is there anything else y'all would like to add before we get on to the next couple songs any socials any stories or anything stories. like that <laughs> um one thing I do want to say is back to we were talking about this music scene here and the music scene in Atlanta um I will say when we first started out like we've been playing for since we just started last semester, but um, since we already had all this material, we really got going quick. Um, while there was opportunity that we got faster here than I could in Atlanta, we always seemed to have shows like fall through or things just wouldn't work out. Like our very first show we were going to play here was at Aqua Brew, and then it got rained out. And so that very day, like it was 11 o'clock or noon, and we were supposed to play that night and it got canceled. And so we just thought we worked, you know, we worked so hard for to play this show tonight. Why would we just cancel it? So luckily, Ben and Sean live kind of a little out of the ways. And so we just decided to invite all our friends and family and play in the living room. And so I would say a lot of our band has just been pulling things through, even though uh, they don't always work out the way we hope. And no matter what, we have the best friends and the best family that we could possibly want because there are so many shows where we play to a crowd that we were not expecting because we have friends who are really, really supportive of us. So so and true. I would like to extend that to the entire music community in San Marcos, yeah. through the school, through every single venue. Everyone has met us with you know, great joy and great support, and I really do appreciate that. All of us do. Mm -hmm. Well, that's super glad to hear. Okay, are we ready for the next couple songs? Let's do it. Yeah. So this is Ball and Chain. Got the question that's itching just a bit, but I keep it to myself. But I keep it to myself. I 
grab my attention The way you lost your charm Was it something I said? Was it something I said? Cause I don't wanna be Your body change I don't wanna be Your body change I got a question That's burning a hole in my hand But I keep it to myself But I keep it to myself The way you grab my hand And no one was around Would you settle down? Would you settle down? Cause I don't wanna be Your body shame I don't wanna be Your body shame I'm trying to be Your body shame I'm trying to be Your body shame is going to be DK Mountain. Whenever y'all are ready. <laughs> you forgot about my birthday again. You've been doing this to me since I don't know when. I stayed up all night when I swore I'd be in bed by 10. I wanted to pick our plans, but I never win I don't like your friends and all the useless conversating Hate faces that you wear, feel so degrading Like Bob Ross, he wasn't good at painting It just feels said I wasn't sleeping Wanted to watch, can't hardly wait for the 90s It's a high school movie I really thought you'd like You said you never heard of it You'd rather hear some hits From a band I hate that you make me listen to anyways I don't like your friends and all the useless conversations Faces that you have been so crazy. Bob Rossi wasn't good at painting, and it just girl said I wouldn't say it.
So that was DK Mountain. And right before that was Ball and Chain. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having us. Cool. Thanks so much. This has been another Studio C session on Other Side Drive right here on KTSW 89.9. Okay, that's it. <laughs>